Hey guys, it's Floor and Clay, and today we're going to be going over Paper Towns and Twelve Rules for Life. Those are the two books we've been reading um, over our, the first part of our school year. Alrighty, and before we continue, we just want to let you guys know that most of our music on this podcast is going to be Post Malone because who doesn't enjoy his music? Every time I'm leaving on you, you don't make it easy, no. Wish I could be there for you. Alright, Floor, so we're going to be going over your book first, correct? Yes, that is correct. Alright, so if you were to go over a little bit about the book with me and the people that are listening... What would you tell, like just a couple sentences? Well, I would tell them that this book is a good read if you're like a young adult trying to find yourself because John Green just has a way with his words that really just draw you in. All right, okay. So now that we've kind of gone over that, give me a little bit about what's inside of the book. Kind of give me an overview, you know? Okay, all right. Sounds like a plan. Okay, so Paper Towns takes place in Orlando, Florida. The story centered around two main characters, and their names are Margot and Quentin. They were once childhood best friends, but you know, as you grow up, you kind of grow apart, and that's what happened with them. Margot, in high school now, is like the most popular girl, and everyone wants to be with her, while Quentin is like that banner that kind of just cares too much about school, so they're basically like polar opposites. Okay, so not only do they go to like the same high school, they also live right across the street from each other. And then one night, Margot decides to sneak into Quentin's room and ask him to be like her getaway driver for the night. And during the night, she has this magnificent plan where she's going to go get revenge on some of her friends and thanking them in a unique way. Okay, so wait, I'm going to stop you real quick. So how does that relate to you? Have you ever snuck out? Have you ever done anything to get back at your friends? Well, now that you ask, yes, I have snuck out. I'm a high schooler, you know, I kind of want to live my life. And for the revenge part, I mean, I try to let karma do its thing. Sometimes I guess I'll put it into action, but most times you just kind of got to go with the flow and see what happens. Now back to your book overview. Okay, so when they go out on this little plan thing, they, this plan has like 11 steps. And towards the end of the night, whenever they get done with all those steps, they go to the SunTrust building, which is like kind of like in the middle of Orlando. And they go to the very top. And Margot makes a comment where she says that like the whole place is kind of like a paper town, which kind of means that it's just like built in a per- in a perfect image, kind of in a way that it should be. No room for imperfections or anything like that. And after their adventure, they go back home and Quentin hopes that, like, you know, he's sparked something with her since he kind of has a little crush on her. But then the next day at school, she's, like, nowhere to be seen. So, and that goes on for a while. So eventually they, like, say that she's gone missing, she's run away. And the thing about Margot is, like, she does this a lot. So most people, like her parents, don't really get too worried about it. But Quentin, since he has lots of feelings about her, he does. Okay, and usually when she runs away, she kind of leaves like these little hints for people to decipher. Him and a couple of his friends, you know, they find some hints, like, and there's only one real one that doesn't lead to like a dead end. And they go and follow that hint and it kind of leads them to like an abandoned mini mall. And they go there and she's like nowhere to be found. Quentin starts to assume the worst like anybody would, and soon the trail turns cold. 
Alright, and right before graduation, Quentin figures out that she's in this town in New York called Aglo, which is a town that, like, isn't even on the map. When he gets there and finds her, she tells him that she never wanted to be found, and that she's going to stay there and find herself. So this town isn't so perfect, is it? There's a lot of, there's some little things that aren't going so great in this town. That is true. Alright, Floor, thanks for sharing. We're going to take a little break real quick, and you guessed it, we're going to play some Post Malone. Every time I'm walking out, I can hear you telling me to turn around. Fighting for my trust, so you won't back down. Even if we gotta risk it all right now. Alright guys, now that we're back and we've heard about my book, we're gonna listen to Clay's book. I am reading 12 Rules for Life. It's by Jordan Peterson, and it kind of is a self-help book. And it's a non-fiction, unlike Floors, where it's kind of fiction. Okay, okay, so what led you to read this book? Well, actually, my dad had ordered these for us to read together, and he, we didn't end up reading them. I started just reading it by myself at school. Okay, so just like you asked me, let's get a little overview about your book. So mine's set up a little bit differently, so I'm just going to go over a couple different chapters that were a little bit more significant to me. Um, the first one is just about how you should position yourself in life, you know, just how you should have your shoulders back and be a little more confident in yourself. Um, I read something off a website that said rule one was about the poor and the stressed always die first in greater numbers. So as you put yourself in a position to not be as stressed and not worry as much, you're more confident and you live longer. Um, and the second rule, you know, it kind of went over people are better at filling and properly administering prescriptions, um, prescription medication to their pets rather than to themselves. So they take care of other people and the things they love more than themselves. And that's kind of an issue because you need to take care of yourself sometimes first. And that's just how it says, make sure you're, you have yourself first and then others second. Yeah, I totally get that. Do you ever think that you put like anything in front of yourself? I do sometimes, but I do like to give my some room for myself, and yeah. that's that's always really important, and I'm trying to get better at that. Yeah, of um, course. And we didn't go over the first rule. I usually, I'm working, I'm really bad at, like, putting my shoulders back and those mm -hmm. kind of things, so I've really been working on, you know, better with posture and things like that. Um, and then rule four also kind of stuck, stuck out to me. Um, no matter how good you are, are at something or how you rank your accomplishments, there's someone out there who makes you look and competent and that's kind of uh, the chapters I really enjoyed um, now let's go over our themes for our books I kind of went over a little bit of mine but uh, let's go back to yours for real quick all right one main theme in my book would probably false would be probably false perceptions in my book Quentin basically idolizes Margot and is like head over heels in love with her even though she could care less about him really Whenever you kind of like idolize someone like that, it kind of gives you false perceptions about them and it makes you think that they're everything and anything to you. Which leads into another theme, would be, which would be obsession. And it kind of makes us lose touch with like reality and ourselves. Okay, I hear that. And then again, if you guys didn't hear mine, it was uh, just kind of like a self-help book and things to just improve upon your life. There was no real story, so it, there wasn't too much of a uh, theme for me in mine. Alright, and now that you've heard our reviews, we're going to go over some reviews that other people thought about the books that we read. Um, I read the book Paper Towns, as I said, and I was looking over some reviews, and there was this one that stuck out to me, and it was just like a simple one. It's just a simple, forward, 
review. It was a powerful, great read. All the reviews had, like, wonderful details in it, and it described how good the book was, you know, but I feel like it could just be summed up in that one sentence. Okay, so they kind of related to um, what you had said. Um, and with mine, uh, for 12 Rules for Life, there was very mixed opinions. I didn't tell you guys this, but he is very political, so people go on there and argue and not just about the book. So there's a lot of back-and-forth banter. Um, and Amazon, uh, it's currently the most read and most sold non-fictional book. It's very popular in a lot of different places. Amazon just kind of really stuck out to me, so that's what I wanted to put on. Awesome. Sounds like a good book. And we're going to close out real quick with a couple of comments. All right. I personally love my book and thought that Clay's book sounds enjoyable, and I might think about reading it. Um, same for you. Um, I would actually like love to read that if you want to give it to me pretty soon. <laughs> yeah, of course. Just hit me up anytime. <laughs> All right, guys. That's going to do it for us. Three, Three two, two, one. Post Malone. I know I always come and go. But it's out of my control And you'll be left in the dust Unless I stuck by you You're the sunflower I think your love would be too much Produced and edited by Dakota Kirk